Last year was a challenging one for all of us, but perhaps especially for emergency service workers. From caring for critically ill COVID-19 patients to attending emergencies in bushfire-affected areas, all on top of routine call-outs, emergency service workers have had a physically and mentally demanding year putting many on the fast track to burnout. Yet one of the few silver linings of this year is the way in which it has underscored the importance of mental safety in the workplace. The pandemic's impact on our collective mental health has forced leaders and their teams to rethink organizational well-being and recognize that workplace health and safety includes identifying and preventing not only physical illness and injury, but mental too. While it's often easy to spot physical risks or ailments, such as broken piece of equipment or a co-worker suffering from the flu, the impact of repeated mental stresses is often harder to identify. Despite this, mental health risks can be just as harmful to the well-being of the individual not to mention their wider team, and importantly, the patients in their care. Mental safety risks in emergency service work. Mental safety risks in the workplace are often difficult to recognize. They can be subtle, intangible, and vary in severity from one person to the Next meaning a mental health risk to one worker may not be the same for his colleague. This is what makes them so harmful many workers and leaders don't recognize mental safety risks until it's too late. While mental safety risks are present in every workplace and in every profession, there are a few that emergency service workers are particularly vulnerable to. Repeated exposure to trauma, violence or physical danger, dealing with high pressure and high risk scenarios and a physically and emotionally demanding occupation will inevitably put strain on the mental well-being of first responders. Other factors such as poor leadership from management, conflict or toxic workplace culture, an excessive workload or lack of job satisfaction can also pose a risk to workers' mental health. Identifying the signs of someone at risk. In order to support someone at risk of burnout or mental ill health, we need to know which signs to look out for. While many will be able to recognize symptoms like panic attacks, overworking, or breakdowns, more subtle symptoms like mood changes and fatigue will often go undetected. A lack of focus, pessimism, change in eating patterns, complaining of poor sleep, isolation, difficulty making decisions and emotional detachment are all red flags of someone at risk. If someone on your team is displaying one or more of these signs, it's important to take action and reach out to them. But first, consider your approach and its possible outcomes. Are you prepared to have an effective and genuine conversation? What steps can be taken to alleviate the pressure this individual is experiencing? Are you aware of your boundaries and responsibilities? Your readiness to ask the question depends on these answers. Make sure you have a plan in place before starting the conversation to ensure you can provide meaningful help where it's needed. Building resilience to safeguard mental health. One of the best ways to mitigate against mental health risks in the long term is to focus on building personal resilience. Resilience is a skill that can be purposefully built and skillfully maintained, reducing symptoms of distress and physical vulnerability and enabling us to better cope with stressful periods. Building resilience begins with the basics, a healthy, nutrient-rich diet, regular exercise, and between 7-8 hours of restful, restorative sleep. This forms the foundation of a resilient lifestyle. In addition, 
positive relationships, setting dedicated time for rest and leisure, and practicing mindfulness or gratitude will work to enable a healthy, resilient mindset. These seemingly insignificant habits play a crucial role in promoting well-being by forming, in effect, a preventative scaffolding to support us in times of trauma. Without this structure to support us, we are particularly vulnerable to the emotional impact of a repeatedly demanding, high-pressure profession. Protecting against workplace mental health injuries. Embedding resilience practices into the culture of your workplace will help to build a safe and supportive culture but it's important that this goes beyond merely a box-ticking exercise. Efforts to build a resilient, mentally healthy workplace must be led and modeled by the C-suite and reinforced by everyday practices. Leaders also have an important role to play here, particularly when it comes to building trust. According to SpringFox's recent report, the Australian workforce response to COVID-19, there is some discrepancy between leaders' perceptions of staff's level of trust versus actual levels reported by staff. In fact, leaders believed 16.5% of their staff's level of trust in others decreased due to COVID-19 in comparison to 32% of staff who said their trust was lower as a result of the pandemic. For this reason, leaders must prioritize building or, in some cases, rebuilding their staff's trust. When leaders operate from a foundation of honest and transparent communication, underpinned by compassion and care, they are reminding staff that the organization values them and their well-being beyond simply the role they perform. Leaders have a responsibility to protect workers from both physical and psychological risks and ensure that appropriate systems are in place to reduce these risks and monitor the health of workers and workplace conditions. In addition, adequate counseling and mental health support services must be made available, with staff encouraged to make full use of them as needed. While this line of work will always come with its unique challenges, to effectively operate in high-risk, high-pressure environments, Emergency services workers require a great deal of personal resilience. Dealing with trauma requires responders to be equipped with the skills to recognize, process and recover from their experience, as well as to rebuild resilience and prevent mental health risks from reappearing in future. This article was first published Australian Emergency Services Magazine, Volume 22, Issue 1, 2021.